The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, everybody. My name is Jesse Collings, and I want to tell you all about my show, The Gentleman's Wrestling Podcast, here on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. On the Gentleman's Wrestling Podcast, we do a thorough analysis on the biggest issues and trends within the pro wrestling industry. We talk a lot about pro wrestling media, we talk a lot about fan culture and wrestling's place within general pop culture, and we talk about the broader influences that are shaping the way we discuss and analyze the pro wrestling industry. We've had some of the brightest minds in the pro wrestling intelligentsia on the show, including WrestleNomics host Brandon Thurston, both Rich Krejci and Joe Lanza from the Flagship Wrestling Podcast, Trevor Dame from the Through the Years Podcast, and a whole lot more. This isn't a show for hot takes. It's not a show recapping the latest episode of television. This is a show focusing on the biggest topics in pro wrestling and doing a deep dive on the real stories behind the surface level analysis you might find elsewhere. The Gentleman's Wrestling Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a try. Thanks. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Jetcast. I'm Joel, joined by David McDonald. It is... Monday, 26th of February, 2024. This is episode 299. Wow. One away from the big 300. And, and we made it. We nearly had to shut it down. A few close calls there in that night to a Sapporo main event. But uh, Naito came through and uh, Super Jcast lives to broadcast another day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I could hear the people rooting from Sonata from my, from my living room. <laughs> Just praying that uh, he would win. Uh, yep. Wow, 300, dude. How about that? Not bad. Not bad. What should we celebrate? What should we do for the big one? I don't know. I think we should... Uh... We just get complete... You know, I was going to say, <laughs> I might just like get completely hammered and just start shooting. You want to do that? You want to do the, the, <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the drunk show? We'll do the drunk show. I don't need to be drunk to do that, to be fair. No. No, you don't, which I, that, which is one thing I, I absolutely love about you. Um but I, uh, I do have to consider my sobriety. So, um, uh, yeah, but I don't know. Some we are soliciting some suggestions from the listeners. You, you give yeah. us some ideas about what, what you think would be an appropriate way to celebrate. Yes. Uh, How about this? Sets. How about that we have them submit? <laughs> have them do what I'm trying to do is get oh, other well, people well, to do work. Yeah. A little, <laughs> a little clips. I, I was going to say, people said, yeah, little voice clips of how brilliant we are. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They could do that right in their phone. Send that right to us, and we we'll put it on. We'll put it on the air. We'll make you famous. Yeah, 
Uh, favorite moments. Yes. Now we're talking. I'll tell you what, speaking of favorable moments, I know uh, our awards are, uh, <laughs> are fucking toast, but um, I did. We, they're not. They're like, it's, it's like a hostage situation. I'm going to release one right. <laughs> every week. That's right. That's right. It's called Demands of Matt. Very good. I li- and I did like that. Um, but I did. One of the things I do enjoy about the, those are the uh, reader submitted awards. <laughs> and the one that cracked me up was. Uh, biggest clitoris, Damon McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> you, you seem to attract the funniest comments. Like, no. <laughs> I swear to God, I was laughing for a good. Uh, I mean, I I I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say I was laughing for a good three to four minutes, just giggling to myself. Um, just, I just like because I first read it and I was like, "What of a fucking clitoris? What does that mean?" And then. Uh, like it took a second for my dumb brain to to to, to, to link the the puzzle pieces together, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that little bit we did <laughs> about my tiny tiny penis." Oh, I laughed and laughed. We do. I I will say this: as much as I um sometimes you call our fan base rude names, they are funny fuckers. Oh. They do have a biting, biting sense of humor. I will, and I, and and to me, that's a true sign of intelligence. A biting, quick, right hook, fucking just put you on your ass punchline, or or just a you know a little little jab. Oh, so great! It's so great. It's one of the greatest things in life, and I think we have that tenfold in that discord they are some of the time you know some look you have people there that are like machine gunning it you know they're just spraying out shit and hopefully something sticks and every once in a while they fucking hit the target but then we have fucking snipers snipers uh that just when they do it oh it's fucking great so good so yeah if i'm gonna tip my cap to anything this this uh it ain't going to be about pro wrestling. <laughs> um, it's our Discord. They are they are the bee's knees when it comes to that. I will say though, sometimes the funniest stuff that sticks with me comes from the haters, like the haters on Reddit. Because there was one, and every time, <laughs> every oh. time I think about it, I laugh. And I've got to give the context here because this was um, a thread. I think it was about Kevin Kelly leaving New Japan or something. Where. Okay. You know, the usual stuff about, oh, you know, Super J girls talking out of their ass, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And there was a comment from someone who was referring to your comments, <laughs> which, yeah, about six months ago, about you suggesting the possibility of Okada leaving New Japan. Oh. Now, I don't think we talked about that enough, right? Because when you said it, I was like, Damon, you're, ready, you're out of your mind. Man. But you smartest guy in the room. You probably the only person on the planet who threw that out there and was like, hey, this could be a real thing. Uh-huh. And look where we are now. Yeah. So first of all, let's take a moment to throw some flowers at you. Ah! For being, before we'd even heard anything, no whispers, no yeah. nothing, no pastrami. Mm-hmm. You just threw that out there mm-hmm. and you just com- caught me completely off guard. I thought you were nuts and you turned out to be correct. Well, thank so, you. A, that, a broken clock. Important, <laughs> important context for this comment. Okay, go ahead. But in this comment, in, in this Reddit, 
<laughs> because because you had suggested the possibility of a card and evil, uh-huh. uh, this redditor referred to you as a, a yankoid imbecile. <laughs> wow! And it's just something about that. I just found extremely funny. That really tickled me. Just the cadence of yankoid imbecile. Yankoid uh, imbecile. Like it's, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> is it referring to my, it referring to my Americanism, my Americana, my uh, my citizenship? Is that what that is? Yes. <laughs> Well, look. Can we? Can we? Can we? Uh, do you know who the Reddit user is? No, I can't Aww. remember. I think it's. I think the one that sticks in my head is Rodney Uplonka. It might have been Rodney Uplonka, well, who I love because one, it's it reminds me of one of my favorite um, moments from Ricky Gervais' XFM podcast, mm-hmm. which uh, back when he used to be funny. Uh, but two, because he just posts hilarious stuff like that, and it always gets shared in our Discord. And then I saw that, and I, I've, and I was in two months. I was like, should I tell Damon about this? Because one, it's not a nice thing to say, but it two, it is extremely funny, and three, it was in the context of one of the most insightful, like big brain things you've ever said in the history of this show. So I thought, with with all those caveats, it would be okay to share. <laughs> you yankoid imbecile. I love it. Well, listen. Yeah, you know, people learn. People, people eventually learn. I, I hope that that you know, we're 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 pretty spot on. We're pretty spot on. Uh, and that fucking beans on on toast, motherfucker, can go uh go go, go eat his mother's asshole. That's what I say. What do you think of that? Huh? You, <laughs> you can eat. Don't call me a punker, you fucking <laughs> Yeah, you can eat your mother's asshole down the Thames River, you fuck. <laughs> Thames? Is it the Thames? The Thames? Whatever. The Thames. Thames? The Thames. Yeah. You know what I meant. In fucking Trafalgar Square. How about that? Eat your mother's asshole in Trafalgar Square. Thank you. And we can put that on a t-shirt, too. Please. Well, I was just going to say that. As soon as that rolled off your tongue, I was like, t-shirt. I could see the money, oh. the dollar signs flashing up before my eyes. Eat your mother's asshole in Trafalgar Square. I love it. You know, that is a way wonderful, um, there's a, uh, I'm sure you know, the free art museum. Beautiful, beautiful. Van Gogh. Oh, yes, the the Tate. Yes. Is that what you're thinking of? Uh, well, it's at Trafalgar, whatever the National Art Museum. National Gallery, there's National Gallery. There yes, well. that's, that's the one. That's the one. Um, I love going there. Every time I'm there. Where, where am I thinking? I think you're is thinking of the, in, um, where the Rosetta Stone is. What museum is that? Uh, am I thinking of the one in Pimlico? I don't. I don't know what I'm talking oh. about. No one's tuned into this podcast to hear me talking about uh, London art galleries. But I want to go back real bad. I'm re- I got a, I got a little Jones and for uh, you know what I was watching. I was watching. Um, you know how you just get into fucking the, the YouTube black hole. Uh, just great. Uh, you know, fry ups when it comes to the breakfasts and uh, people looking for the best places in like London and the uh, outskirts. Oh, I was like, yes, this is, I, I miss this. My house is the best place to get a fry up. Is that right? Okay. You know what my secret is? Well, I do, I do the sausages in the oven on the wire rack and I put the toast underneath it. So mm, catch the, uh, the, the drippings from yeah. the sausage, yeah, catch, catch the drippings. That's the good <sighs> shit. Fuck yes, I love it. And I also, uh, what was it? The Bacon Buddies? Betty Buddies? Bacon Butter, yeah. Oh, fucking good. 
You know who had a really good one? And people, there's a place on, um, uh, what's the place with all the Indian restaurants? Like the whole street. Uh, Brick Lane? Yes, correct. Uh, and they pretty much tackle you to go into their restaurants. Um, they, there was a, uh, right around there, there's a place. And it was open at like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, f-, and, you know, you've been drinking all fucking night. Um, yeah, there were a lot of fucking drunk people in line. That's for sure. Um, they were great. That was, oof, fuck yeah. All right. That's our London uh, talk brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Uh, <laughs> where do we want to go now? Uh, we got pro wrestling to talk about, Joel. Enough of this sh- fucking shenanigans and talking about performing sexual acts on a person's mother. We have pro wrestling to talk about. We have specifically New Japan pro wrestling to talk about. So, Joel, why don't you, as we like to say, steer the ship? Where are we going first? Let's go to the new beginning in Sapporo. Oh. We'll begin on, fr- well, actually, you know, I can't be bothered to go match by match. No one gives a fuck about the frontiers no and the, the undercard. Not yet. So let's let's just go straight to the good stuff. So let us, first of all, talk about the two Okada goodbye matches. Okay. So we had two, were they both 10-man tags? I'm looking at the, the night one and it's showing it as an eight-man tag. I can't remember. Well, but anyway, so he pins, whatever it was, yeah. multi-man, multi-man shenanigans. He pins... Callum Newman twice. I mean, the matches were whatever. I did find it extremely funny at the end of the first match, right? When, uh, well, two elements of this. First was uh, Callum Newman, like, really trying to sell the Rainmaker. So he's, like, lying down in the ring after the match has finished and Akira's checking on him. And then Okada's just, like, staring at them, like, get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> and he's got, you know, all his Chaos Buddies. He wants to do that thing where they're all sort of got arm in arm and sort of the spin in the middle of the ring yeah. and do, like, sort of, like... I don't know what you'd call that thing. A twirl of honour, a rotation of honour. They're just like stumbling and stepping on Callum Newman and Acura. And then Okada's like taking the piss out of them and just like, fuck off. I want to have our moment. And then when they finally get out, he does it and he's standing there and he's going, yay! I don't know why. I just find that extremely funny. Like, that is, that's just going to be my dream memory. When anyone asks me, what do you remember about because he's got a card as goodbye. It's going to be him with all his mates going, yay! I know. And, of course, the, the other bit being Great Okan. Oh, <laughs> obviously, he's got this little headcanon that, you know, this is the belt that Okada came up with. So, you know, he's got to answer for it. And he's holding the belt that, that Okada designed and whatever. I don't know what he's thinking. If he's, you know, going into business for himself or he thinks he can sort of angle his way to get in a match with him. Okada <laughs> just looks straight past him, walks past him. I don't know. Maybe there's a little bit of heat there based on uh, Oka, uh, Great Okan's... Um, it's, it's not much of a secret, is it? His uh, uh, infatuation for uh, Okada's better half. Maybe he didn't take too kindly to that. Who knows? But that was uh, very, very funny. And the two things that are going to stick in my mind uh, for the <laughs> Okada goodbye matches. I thought they were... I mean, look, the matches were fine. We all, nobody really gives a shit about the actual matches. Um, they more care about the, the 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 feelings and the emotions and all that. But even that, I thought, was like just so unfitting of, you know, him going out in a, a whimper, it felt like, uh, was, I think, pretty sad. Um, I know people want to try to compare six man, multi man tags for these gigantic names leaving the company. Uh, 
and and people tend to point to Shinsuke, I guess. Um, but Shinsuke got carried out of the fucking Cork and Hall with people with signs and clapping, and it was a uh, a definite moment. And the guy who, let's be honest here, is head and shoulders above even what Nakamura was at that time, uh, goes out like that. <laughs> like, like there is a a noticeable difference. You can say what you want about putting people over. You can say whatever you want about uh, giving people the rub on the way out. Just the can way- I jump in? Like, yeah. I think it's, it is important to point out that uh, Nakamura did put over. Uh, Kenny Omega on the way out. Now, it wasn't his final match, uh, but it was... Uh, uh, when was it? Was it New Year Dash, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, AJ Styles and Kenny Omega beat the Nakamura and Yoshihashi team. Mm-hmm. And it was and that led to the turn, Nakamura, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it wasn't his final match, but that was, what, a, a month before he left? Yeah. You know, the, recent enough for everyone to remember it. So I don't think... You know, okay, they're all fucking about with their mates on the final match, but you, but you are exactly right when you say the way that it's been received. You know, we didn't get uh, a bunch of people backstage uh, slagging off Nakamura when he left. If I'm not mistaken, no, none. He was taking pictures with everybody. Like every fucking faction had a picture with him in that locker room. Uh, you know, Liger got pictures. I mean, everybody. You know, I don't know. It felt it to me. It felt night and day. It really did. Like, was anybody doing a great Ocon bit to Nakamura as he's walking down the aisle? No. Was anybody slagging him off in the fucking backstage comments? No. Like, everybody... The Suji comments. So, like, I mean, we're going to talk about Suji later, but his... When he went up to Okada and just looked him in the eye yeah. and said to him, are you satisfied with the way you've left this company? Yeah. I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. Maybe that's a work. Maybe it's maybe they're going to have a match somewhere down the line, or maybe Suji was angry for that. But I don't know. I don't know. Man. It felt it like I said. It like this felt more like a guy, you know, just kind of saying, "Okay, salute everyone. Thanks for everything. I'll, I'll I'm going to do give you a little. I'm going to kiss the mat, and I'm going to uh, see you later." See you soon. Whatever. Or not. Nakamura was like, a, a, maybe it was because he was the first of, of, and he certainly wasn't the first to go to the fucking States, but he was like, I guess the first time New Japan felt like it was um, producing someone who could, could be a guy that would be a worldwide phenom, like a worldwide thing, as opposed to cult status in the States, maybe even above cult status, uh, and and very popular in Japan. Like It just felt like the first time, and it felt like this time it was, I don't know, it kind of felt like, well, we knew this was going to happen. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't, I, I, maybe I'm wrong. In in that's maybe and maybe I can't fully put into words what it felt like, but it felt like again, what was it? Second match, third match, uh, and after it was done, it was just like okay. Uh, I mean, I know he had a little moment with with Naito, but which uh, I should point out was edited out of the um, backstage comments and the highlights packages. 
Really? So if you go on the the, the whole the live VOD, like not the live VOD, but you know, like the replay, the whole event, like the the match and everything, mm-hmm. is still there. But the backstage comments and the stuff on YouTube, nowhere to be found. Wow. Uh, well, we've got a question about this. Lou says, "Will Carter's final match in the record books for New Japan?" It seems not everyone wanted to wish a kind of well on his way out. From Suji's comments after his match backstage, to the look he got from Taichi after his match, is this how we want to remember Okada on his final night? And uh, our, our good friend John Carroll says, "Is every wrestler under thirty-five telling Okada how much they hate the way he's leaving the company because it's actually no big deal and everyone loved it?" Was it opposite day for two days? Maybe. Yeah, no. We're just we're, we're hysterical New Japan fans, and, and everybody enjoyed it. It was it was great. It was cool. One, one thing you got to understand about New Japan for a wrestling fan statement is that we love it when guys leave and, and don't put everyone over on the way out. That's that's, that's thing. good. It's cool. We love it. Yeah, it gets boners, man. Uh, look, uh, I don't think anybody was like really thinking that he was going to be putting over any of the fucking young talent. Just if you if you listen to our show, you would not you would know that. And at, at a certain point, you just become resigned to that fact, and you're just like, okay, great. But that's it is what it is. Um, I again, the takeaway I took away from these two shows was it felt much different, much different. God, English is my first language. Uh, it felt much different than, uh, again, the comparable would be Shinsuke Nakamura, and it felt like it was a night and day scenario. And, and I don't think anybody would argue that. If we're going with the pecking order of Japanese pro wrestling, you're putting Okada above Nakamura. You may like Nakamura more, but you know if you're being honest with yourself, you know that Okada is is on a higher level and a higher rung. And just the way that it went out, I, I swear your quote. If we're tip, if we're throwing flowers around, your quote was fucking spot on when you were talking about this very situation, and it's. New Japan, biting the bottom lip, closing our eyes, putting on a fake smile, and just getting through it. And that's exactly what it felt like to me. It really did. Yeah, and you don't even have to look beyond this show to see other examples of guys, I think, going out the right way. Uh, Will Ospreay, just going out of his way to put over David Finley and and, um, Francesco Acura, and even to a lesser extent, Callum Newman, you know, bigging him up on the way out and just doing everything he can to make those guys look good before he leaves. And, and Tamatonga, you know, putting over... Michael Oku. It was only evil, right? But, uh, yeah, uh, Michael Oku for, for Osprey. But Tamatonga, you know, putting over Hikaleo and ELP in his final match and, you know, dropping the title to evil and all that. Right. Let's, let's get this clear, right? These guys are not having this stuff written for them, right? There's no one telling, right, so for your goodbye tour, you're going to be having this match, and then you're doing this, and you're doing this. And they go, yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds good, right? There's uh, a lot of, uh, well, I'm going to say a lot, full, maximum, unlimited uh, creative control, creative freedom there. So these guys are going out the way they want to go out. Yeah. And it just speaks volumes about their attitudes, the way this has played out. Yeah. And... I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know if this has just become a tribalist thing where p- people seem to be, you know, spinning those little hamster wheels in their brain trying to um, justify the way Okada's doing it. And yeah, okay, yeah, he's the greatest ever. He should be able to go out. He shouldn't have to put anyone over. Okay, fine. But if everyone behaves like that, what are we left with? Yeah. Uh, you're right. And, and we can sit here and talk about 
how he deserves what he gets or, you know, he's earned what he, you know, he can dictate that. Okay. You can, I don't think anybody's debating that fact uh, and, and the proofs in the pudding, right? It's, it was laid out very clearly about what they wanted to do. All of those people that you mentioned leaving. I think Will Ospreay looked at the lights every fucking single opportunity he could, right? Didn't it feel like he was just fucking, he'll job to me on the way out. Um, and Tamatanga, a similar feel as well. Um, and you know what? I'm, I, I, it's hard for me to speculate on this because, you know, I don't know. I can only tell you what I, I saw with my own two eyeballs. And what I felt, and it just felt like, you know, I'm not going to go so far as to say it was insincerity that he felt from Okada, but it was a pro wrestler leaving as opposed to, and maybe I'm just a fucking dumb mark. Don't isolate that uh, uh, audio, please. (laughs) Um, But maybe I am, and maybe I'm not, David. You're a Yankoid imbecile. Thank you. That's what I want. Yankoid imbecile. <laughs> you know what? That's not far from the truth. Let's be very clear. Um, but you could say, you know, I, I am, I am in no way, shape, or form, even remotely close to that to being in that locker room. But I don't know. I just feel like the way that two out of three people left this company, um. Oh, I just, uh, I, I might. I, embarrassing, Damon. Let's call it what it is. You. This is fucking embarrassing. It so is. Go out of the company, being the, the greatest wrestler of all time for that promotion, yeah. going out in two multi man tag matches, pinning Callum Newman. Right. It's a fucking embarrassment. Okay. Shame on him. Yeah. It's, it is, it is. You would, you would think more. You would think more. But hey, uh, you know what? Who the fuck am I? Right. But I will say this. If I'm a, if if I if I see that, um, and I'm a pro wrestling promoter, you don't think that speaks volumes to a locker room? And 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 here's the thing, it does. Yeah, it does because I don't think you would have this type of reaction from you know your former teammates, so to speak, if if it weren't some of that. I don't know. It was just a From real guys who are like barely out of the fucking young lion outfits coming up to him ringside, yeah. calling him out on that. Yeah, that is extraordinary. Yeah, great Ocon standing there, about it. yeah, looking like he's looking, looking like he's fucking auditioning for the on Broadway performance of Say Anything, holding up his fucking title like it's a like it's a boombox singing in your eyes. Is anyone getting this reference, please? Anyone? Come on, help me out. <laughs> But that's <laughs> but that's what he looked like. Um, yeah, I mean, what I don't know. Here's here's what I'm happy about. I'm happy it's done. I'm happy that I don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm happy that at the end of the day we were right, and everyone else is fucking chomping at our heels, thinking that you know they're. And and the people in our Discord, they knew. Everybody knew. Everybody knew that needed to know. Um, so I'm happy about that. Imagine if we hadn't done that, David. Imagine if we hadn't had that conversation a, a month or whenever it was. 
And everyone just thought, everything was all fine. No, everyone loves it. This is great. They're all best mates. It's totally amicable. W- what would people be thinking of it now? I- Seeing those two matches, they'd be thinking, well, this is weird. Yeah. Like, this, what, what is going on here? Yeah, you would think. Yeah, again. I mean, you look at, well, I, I'm not going to lie. When when Nakamura left, he was still, what, IC champion? And, um, you know, we were like, okay, well, who's he going to drop the belt to? And, you know, you're coming to the realization that it's not happening. And you're like, what the fuck? What's happening here? Um, it's I don't know. It's weird. I, I I wish I could tell you that I understood the logic and the and the and the idea of that. And I I think. All right, I'm gonna say it, and I'm whatever. I I feel like New Japan is a company that maybe respects that part of what pro wrestling is a little bit too much and it's weird for me to say but you would think that as a pro wrestling company you would do the opposite of what we saw um in 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 some capacity the the wwe model of just beating them like a drum on their way out (laughs) that's what i'm saying fucking utter humiliation (laughs) right but we know that's not the case we know and and here's what i do you could uh you could have a couple of uh feel good uh how about we make you crawl through pig shit (laughs) while all the young lions stand around you and uh urinate on your body how about that right well that's true i'm not going to that extreme joel i'm not going to that extreme but uh i think we all know what we're talking about but again thank the lord above that we do not have to uh worry about this it's done it is what it is uh, I think everybody assumes that he's going to AEW, obviously, as of the time of this recording. Nothing official. And here's the thing. I don't even care. Do you, and you tell me, because I'll speak for me. I won't speak for you. But I feel like we're in the same boat here. I don't, I'm not chasing that story. I don't give a fuck where he goes. I'm not ch- I don't care. If somebody said no. he's going here or he's going there, I, I don't care either way. Zero. No, yeah, someone could put in my DM right now. Oh, confirmed. He's signing for this company. He's going to put it this day. I, I wouldn't share it. No, don't care. Don't care. He doesn't. He's not. He's not in our universe anymore. <laughs> universe. Ugh. He's not in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, now I'm talking like them. Um, he's he's just not on our radar anymore. And it, it is what it is. I don't like losing the talent. I don't like losing the. The the absolute fucking stud in the ring, I, and and uh, same thing for Will Osprey, but I like the drama behind this and and the everything about. I'm I'm so happy it's done, and I'm I you know what I feel like the people who listen to this are kind of in the same boat. They're kind of like, okay, it is what it is. Let's just fucking move on. Yeah, let's get on with it. Um, okay, uh, fifth match was the IWGP Women's Championship match where the champion, Mayu Iwatani, got in a fourth successful defense against the challenger, Mina Shirakawa, 12 minutes, 28 seconds, by a two-step dragon suplex. Uh, this was just pretty good. I like this well enough. But, I, I mean, I was led to believe that this was going to be like a, a leg match. That was Mina Shirakawa's thing, that like she's going to work the leg and it's going to be all based around the leg. But then it seemed like she kind of forgot which leg she was working on halfway through, and then it didn't even play into the finish at all. So I was a little bit perplexed uh, towards the end of it. There, slightly disappointed. This was fine. This was just good enough. Whatever. It was fine. I, I, I when the, your hype job though, I think you you hyped it. I had, I think your hype wasn't um, worth the match. Let's put it that way. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> like I was like kind of uh, I was like, all right, here we go. I'm, I'm, uh, let's 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 do this. Let's see what we got here. Um, and it didn't feel like it lived up to the Joel hype. Um, and uh, look, can I be brutally honest? If we're being brutally honest, can, can we be brutally honest about this whole fucking IWGP Women's Championship thing? Like, do it or don't. Do it or don't. Do it, or do or it don't. properly or don't bother. Correct. It is one of these things that they'll dust off every once in a while and stick on, you know, the, the first half of a show and not fair on them to say it right fifth match 12 minutes go out there and do something spectacular brilliant. yeah 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 i mean i i really wish and i think this was the fear that a lot of people had when you had all the fucking you know dwellers trying to you know why doesn't new japan have a women's promotion right though yeah um well, to be honest, this is why, <laughs> because they have their own promotion and they do it a thousand times better than anything that New Japan would do. And New Japan is going to eventually, like they do most of their titles, is heat it up every once in a while. And then for nine months, 10 months out of the year, it's fucking put in the fridge. Like, OK, if that's what you want, don't don't say you weren't warned. Don't say you weren't warned. Right, uh, sixth match, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, the challenger show defeating the champion, El Desperado, in his second defense after 60 minutes, 30 seconds by countout. So show is the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Uh, yeah, one thing you've got to understand, Damon, about New Japan Pro Wrestling fans is they love it when um, House of Torture members win significant uh, singles titles mm. <laughs> for a count out. Mm. That's that's what they like. They enjoy that. Uh, Yo has stolen Show's belt now, so we've got that program to look forward to. Uh, Yo versus Show. Um, we love that one as well. That That is good. Um, a lot of talk about Despi. Oh, he's he's going to go to heavyweight now. Everyone expecting Despi to be in the New Japan Cup bracket? Nope. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Any thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it was right around this point in the show where I started to get a little, little perturbed, a little uh, questioning my decision to sit and watch this show. Uh, the hiding under the ring, um, the count out, the title change, the stolen title. Uh, boy, I just, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just... The it was these moments that made me understand how fucking bipolar <laughs> this promotion is, and that was the best description I could give it. Uh, just because I, I'm I'm thinking, all right, this this makes no sense to me. This is I, do do people want this? Like, is this what they is this, is this what people want? Um. I mean, everything, everyone I know and everyone, everything that I saw, you know, really did not want this or enjoy this. But, um, yeah, they did it anyway. And I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of devaluing a title like that. And I know that might be silly, but like that, like what good is coming of this? 
Like, what's the long-term good that comes from this? Um, you piss people off. You you make people hand wave it. You, uh, you, 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 it's not even a clean pinfall. It's not even a pinfall, let alone a clean pinfall. Um, it's just, just layer upon layer. It's like a seven layer dip of shit. Uh, and you're left just shrugging your shoulders. Like, okay, well that, you know, you're kind of like going through your head. Okay. Well, well, that match really wasn't for me. And okay. That wasn't for me. And that wasn't for me. Uh, and I don't want to sit here and sit here and be like, well, if it's not for me, then it's bad. Because here's the here's the point I want to, I definitely want to get across, and and I, I'm trying to throughout the review of this show and the show after, is, you know, just because it's not for me doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad, but it, this was not for me. <laughs> like like this is the shit that I fucking can't stand, uh, and they're doing it, and 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 not only doing it, but they're it felt like these shows they doubled down on it and tripled down on it. And it's like, okay, like, are you trying to push me away? Like, do you, is this like, like at, at some point, like, when do I start taking this personally that, that you're fucking doing this? Um, and I understand that there are other voices in that locker room that might have a little bit more influence at this point in the game. Um, I believe that was shared in our discord, right? Um, that being said, if you enjoyed this, Good on you. You 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 feel like you got ten minutes of your life that put a smile on your face. Great. This was not for me. Well, to be fair, Damon, I did call this result you when did. we did our prediction. I said that there's a, a a pretty good chance that show wins, uh, but I also did that with the caveat that if show wins, then there's no way that Evil's going to win the next match because. There's absolutely no chance. It would make zero sense for New Japan to book two House of Torture, screwy shenanigan uh, victories in major singles titles mm-hmm. in a row. Mm-hmm. So that would just be preposterous. So, you know, every, everything in moderation. You know, I, I, I like House of Torture in front of a, a hot Corican Hall crowds, you know, once a quarter, maybe a, a little comedy mid-card match in, in the middle of a big show to give us all a good laugh as the, the dastardly heels get their comeuppance or, or maybe even sort of a dangerous run deep into a tournament to sort of threaten us around the semi-finals that oh you know they might they might with a big one here but then at the end of the day it just doesn't happen but um so luckily we move on to the never overweight championship match where Shota Umino defeated evil to oh no oh, oh dear oh. evil evil defeated Shota Umino 15 minutes 45 seconds clean. so evil clean as the never overweight championship I, I dispute that. I mean, there was a lot of shenanigans. Okay. Like, the actual closing stretch was sort of, I mean, he pushed him into the exposed turnbuckle, didn't he? So I wouldn't say it was no. completely clean. But um, yeah, one thing you've got to know about New Japan Pro Wrestling fans is um, we love it when House of Torture win two uh, major singles titles back to back on a big show. Um, that's good. We like it. Yeah. That, you know what? I got to be honest. We, I, I think to a person, I think that's, I think, I think you have to, um, you have to fill out a card uh, declaring your fandom of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, and there's a big box that says H-O-T question mark. Yes, no. And you have to hit yes. Got to hit the yes. Um, yeah, if you didn't like this, you're really, you're not a proper no, New Japan fan. So no. you should just. And, and you don't like having fun, right? 
Is that is that another thing too? You don't like having fun. Ugh. Drop dead. Um Well Do, do we need to be worried about Shota? I don't like his new haircut. Mm. That's not a good look. No. That wasn't good for my eyes to look at. And he just looks like a bit of a boob at the moment because mm. every time he has a big match, he's, he loses and he's like a little little poor sad baby losing all the big matches. It's evil, man. You know, never never count out evil, Joel. <laughs> I don't know. After the big, you know, the big speech that he did, he beat Ren Narita in that match that I really liked at Coropen Hall and he gave the, the big speech on the mic at the end. You know, I'm, I'm the next ace. I'm going to drag this company out of the gutter. I'm going to be the, the, the sunlight after the rain. And then Tamatonga giving him the seal of approval. Yeah, you, you go and get evil for me. You go and take him out, get revenge for me. And then, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, shall I? Can I, can I hit the, uh, the other game? Yeah. You know, when I was editing the show last week, I, I know that you put that in there. But I, I just I synced up our audio and then I was about to export it and I was like, oh fuck, fuck there's that. a soundboard for this Britain as well. <laughs> yeah. <Dan's, laughs> and I was looking at it. Yeah. Dan's a like, professional. Eh. <laughs> right. <laughs> a big gaping silence. Uh Dan's a professional. He let look, I I you know, I don't I don't when when word got down that you were editing the show, I that I trust me, I didn't care. I you there could have been a fucking fifteen minute speech from Hiroshi Tanahashi on the State of the Union, and I wouldn't have cared. Um, you know, two files is enough to get them to sync, let alone three. Leave that to the professional, like damn. Um, evil. I mean, look. I, it's it's uh, once again. It's just when 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 is something good going to happen with these guys? It's just you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And and, and what's funny is is that while we wait. Other people who just fly in, <laughs> just boop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the, and I know we'll get there, but that's, trust me, that is my biggest complaint right now is when for the homegrown guys and, oh, we're just showing up and winning all the titles. All right. That's how we're doing this. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ghetto goes full sicko mode as we move on to the eighth match. Uh, NJPW World TV Championship match. So it took Matt Riddle uh, eight minutes and 35 seconds to win uh, a singles title <laughs> in New Japan via the uh, Brostone move. And the thing you got to remember, David, is that New Japan fans famously love it when they put singles titles onto alleged sex offenders. Like they, <laughs> they love that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we fucking do cartwheels over that one. Um, look, that, it just it just goes back to what I'm what I was saying. Like eight minutes, it took Matt Riddle eight minutes to pick up a a nice little piece of hardware, right? And guys that have been there for ages. Um, you know, so after the show, it's funny because I got texts from a few people that um have fallen out of uh, love with the New Japan Pro Wrestling, but every once in a while you'll hear from them. Oh, but they've all come crawling back now oh, after this show. They they couldn't they they couldn't wait to give me the old what the fuck that guy and and the overwhelming theme of that was that those guys those guys being guys who couldn't cut it in WWE walk into New Japan and just 
cherry pick their titles. Um, that's that's not the hardcore fan. That's not our Discord animals. That's not you know dumb dopes like us doing podcasts. That's people who have already fallen out of love over your product, texting me, basically mocking, saying, really, those two guys. And the only thing I could say in response was, yup. <laughs> Y-U-P. Yup. That's where we are. So uh, Matt Riddle might join United Empire and he is going to be defending the TV title in MLW against Bad TT. The thing you've got to remember about New Japan fans is that we love it when uh, New Japan singles titles are um, outsourced to partner US promotions yeah. and uh, just occasionally defended over there. That, that's great. We love that. Love it. Uh, moving on to the next match then, we have uh, the main event. It was Nick Nemeth defeating David Finlay for the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship match, 23 minutes and seven seconds with the danger zone. So Nick Nemeth is the new IWGP Global Champion. The match was okay. It was fine. I was expecting a bit more from Nemeth. He, he wrestled like exactly how he always has done in WWE. He's not changed it up at all. Um, he was, you know, he was Dolph Ziggler out there, uh, which, you know, maybe that was idiotic of me to think that, you know, I don't know, I was thinking maybe with the, you know, the shackles off of the the, uh, the WWE cookie cutter house style that he might do something a bit different. Maybe he will in the future, whatever. But uh, alarm bells are ringing here, Damon, because we are building up two WWE cast-offs back-to-back. Mm which is a bit worrying for me. Really? And also, you know, the effort that's been put into the David Finley push mm. with him getting that big win at Wrestle Kingdom to win this title right. and then getting the big win in the Osaka case, which, which you know, if, if what we've heard is true, maybe was not the original plan, but then he immediately loses the belt at the first attempt yeah. to the WWE cast-off. It's not a good look, David. No, 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 no. Well, it- like, I think you're missing the point here. What, what? If you're a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, we love it. <laughs> I'm doing your bit. Come on, I'll try and help you. Oh yeah, I mean, the thing you have to remember about uh, New Japan fans, famously, is that we love it when um, WWE castoffs uh, immediately come and, and derail uh, long-term pushes for uh, their, their their guys and uh, immediately take their titles. So, so Nemeth is going to defend the global title in TNA against Macklin. Yeah, we love it we love when that. they take our titles and yeah that's it's great it's good it's cool it feels yeah, good sicko mode yeah epic look i know it's not for me like there are people that that like maybe turned off that show and and once again and, and again do you think any of these matches were bad like just in their own they were they were functional yep. they i'm never going to think about them again right but they weren't horrible, they, and they weren't bad, and and some might argue that they were. It felt like like a, a, like a top of the hour Monday Night Raw match. That's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, especially with the participants. But it just I don't know. Like I turned off that show, and the 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 the, the takeaways were one. Well, it looks like our fucking talent and our rising stars could never win a title as quickly as those guys. Because they're stars, right? Those other guys, 
those guys are stars. And these guys on their home turf, boy, they just have a they have a lot of learning to do, Joel. They have a lot to learn. Okay. Okay. Um I I wonder what the mindset is in a locker room when when stuff like this happens. And I wonder what New Japan thinks is the end game to this. Like, do they think that these names holding these titles is going to help in any way, shape, or form? Do you think this is going? And 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 I'm asking this li- literally as a question because the proof, once again, will be in the pudding when three months from now, four months from now. Eight months from now, uh, we see where we are and and what what has been accomplished, and hopefully gates have have improved, and hopefully fan interest has been improved. I could be dead wrong, right? This could be the the launching point for a not only a, a person's renaissance, a, 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 a rebirth, a uh, you know, it could be two careers that have been resurrected, right? I'm throwing a lot of R words around. Half of them I don't even know what they mean. <laughs> but you know, this could be a positive thing, right? I don't see it. I don't. I don't. I hate to be negative, Nancy. And once again, not for me. But hey, maybe, maybe in in those time frames that I that I kind of sectioned off, uh, there's there's positive to come from this. Uh, and and I'm dead wrong, and I pray that I am. But what I see on the surface is WWE castoffs, WWE rejects, WWE, you know, guys who couldn't cut it coming in and being bigger stars than the people on our roster. That's the that that's the kayfabe pro wrestling fan general perception. That's right. Am I? Am, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm. I'm wrong in that. And and you look at the and you look at the like not for nothing. What the fuck are you doing with David Finley? Like the guy has just begun to come into his own. The guy has just become to fucking rid himself of the cobwebs and the shackles and the fucking this guy's bleeding bullet club and He's washed, and he was never—he was never a guy to begin with. And blah 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 blah. And trust me, we were tooting that horn plenty, right? And 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 I feel like this year that he's finally, finally something's coming of this. And then this, <laughs> I don't know. This company's baffling, baffling. Good grief. Uh, James says, Finley alluded to changes within the War Dogs. Any idea what he was talking yeah, about? Yeah, so, we talked about it. Yeah, he said War Dogs are never going to be the same. I mean, we we mentioned it last week on the show. Um, you, you will know Alex Coglin is not in the New Japan Cup bracket, but I feel that is that is his thing to announce, yep. not ours. I don't want to go out there and say, oh, Alex Coglin XYZ, because that's, I think, unfair. something that's, uh, we, you know, yeah. Yep, I'm with him, but so, I mean, it doesn't take a, a fucking brain surgeon to put it together, but um, yeah, we'll let him take care of that on his own. Perfect. Uh, Nick Nemeth has also challenged Tanahashi to a match at uh, 
this. So he's going to be defending the Global Heavyweight Championship against Tanahashi. I'm also slightly alarmed at all these Tanahashi singles matches because I like him as much as the next person, but he should really be being phased out right now. And the reliance on him, I don't know if this, like if they're leaning on him in terms of in-ring or to, you know, pop a number or, or people are asking to work with him, whatever, but to have this volume of singles matches when he is clearly reaching the twilight of his career is also quite scary. What can, can we stop? Can we less, less Tanahashi please? Yeah, I hate to say it, but you're right. I really do. I hate to say it, but you're right. Um, and and like, how does a guy lose a title and then get a title shot? Can he, can you help me with that one? Just because somebody says, "I want to wrestle you." Serious problem here, Dave. We've got serious problem with youth and making new stars right. in this company. And Okada's last singles match was against Tanahashi. We put the 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 uh, TV title, which was supposed to be for young guys, on Tanahashi. Now, admittedly, it's not on him anymore. And now we're going. Nick Nemeth wanted to have a singles match against Tanahashi. Like. Do, can we not see what the problem is here? It's very, very short-sighted thinking. I don't, I don't know what what that is. Like, is like in your humble opinion, is that the booking team or is that higher that's pushing for stuff like this? El Presidente is saying, "Yeah, put myself in these big <laughs> spots." I don't know. I mean, I do. I mean, what would be the the logical answer? Like, do like is it is it so carte blanche? there that people can just make up programs and cut a promo in a ring and then they go with it like like is there any like control like for all the fuck the 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 nonsense we give wwe at the very least they at least they control their own fucking uh you know storylines and stuff like that like everybody's just going rogue it's crazy um i don't know that's what it feels like. It feels like a company where the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Right. And people are just calling their shots and going into business for themselves, left, right, and center. And it just feels like there is no cohesive long-term vision here. It's just a bunch of guys doing shit and saying shit. Can I say this as well? Not only in ring, but out of the ring. Can I say that? Yes, you can. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Oh, so Nick says, with Nemeth and Riddle winning titles at New Beginning, how likely is it that Ghetto will book Moxley to win the World Heavyweight title at Windy City Riot? God damn. I've, I've seen a lot of chatter about this, too. How it would be the best thing for New Japan to have Mox win the title. Defend it. The, 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 here's the problem. I don't have any faith that if he did win it, that they would do the thing that everybody wants them to do when it comes to Mox being your world heavyweight champion. Everyone wants him to lose to to Shota, right? Like that's the end result that everybody wants. If this happens, then this happens. Well, there's absolutely no fucking guarantee that the second part of that equation is is bound to happen. I don't have any faith in it. Um, and would do you really want John Moxley as your world heavyweight champion? Like, just from a logistic standpoint, from a, uh, I, I I don't know if I want that. Now, I will say this: you know, the idea of him against Naito 
helped draw a house in Chicago that I never thought in their wildest dreams they would hit. Um, but if if we're being honest, that that helped a lot in that happening. I I can I can see why they would want to. Like, okay, let's put it this way: you got Matt Riddle and Nikki Dolph Ziggler winning titles out of the gate. Why wouldn't like what gives you any confidence that they wouldn't do something like this? Honestly, like what confidence do you have going in that they wouldn't do something like this, especially in the U.S., especially given the fact that they don't really seem to give a fuck. Uh, And let's be truthful here. I don't think Naito is a long term champion anyway. I don't think anybody does. Like all this bullshit about okay, you know, Okada getting a ring and you know, ran off into the sunset. You know, we'll do. You know, this is your promotion now, even though the guy's older than him. Whatever. Um, I, 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 do you think it's a? Hmm. I think about the obligations that that title carries. When it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, is that something that John Moxley would want to do? Do you think he would be okay with not okay, but he would be like, okay, I'm fucking down with it? Do you think it's a temporary thing? Because they're, the way that they're building up Shota now, it's not like this is going to happen in a month, right? We're talking at least like, when do you do this? Do you do this at Wrestle Kingdom? Like, it's going to take time. This is not going to be an overnight thing. Um, but in the same breath, Joe, I, I don't I don't have any confidence that they won't do this. None. You know how you, you go into these things and you're like, ah, there's no fucking way they do that. We, you know, we're... Yeah. I don't. Yeah, all bets are off at this point. We, we never say never after everything we've been through. Yeah. You got that right. I mean, you got. All right. Let's put it this way. What, what In your mind, what's, an, what's a worse world champion? John Moxley? Or evil. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, I would take Mox every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I'd take Mox. Right. And then we'll figure it out. Right. Right. We'll figure out the rest. But. Okay. Okay. Can I throw one back at you? Yes. And I think I know what the answer will be Mox or put it back on Sonata. Hoo wee. Mox. Mox. Yeah. I mean, Sonata. Uh, for for everyone trying and clutching at straws to fucking tell me how great he is, save it. Yeah, save it. Yeah. Save it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Right, I will. Um, it mocks fucking every day uh, and twice on Sunday. Multiverse A says was watching Despy versus Show and Show to versus Evil back to back. More painful than seeing Arsenal collapse in a Premier League season oh. or the Leafs blowing a playoff series. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, both, they're all becoming the same to me. <laughs> they're all. They're all. They're all. They, they all happen much too frequently. To be quite honest with you, uh, well, we haven't collapsed yet. We're doing quite well at the moment, except in Champions League. I forgot how different the European games are because we played against. This is our first Champions League knockout game for like 15 years or something, and played against Porto 
away a Portuguese team. And just the second you you just brush past them, they're just hitting the deck like a sack of potatoes, oh. rolling around in agony. And you just you cannot play any football. And it was just infuriating to watch. Um, so, yeah, a lot of similarities with <laughs> this New Japan Pro Wrestling show. So, uh, anyway, I'm going to move on to uh, the second night, which was uh, Saturday, February 24th, in also the Hokkaido Prefecture Sports Centre. Uh, I'm going to skip along onto the third match, which was the Tamatonga goodbye match, where Tamatonga and Tangaloa shockingly lost on the way out. Tamatonga <gasps> was pinned. In his final match uh, against the team of El Fantasma and Hikaleo, 14 minutes, 4 seconds, uh, Hikaleo pinned Tamatonga after the godsend. Perfect. It's absolutely great. Um, w- wouldn't have changed anything about this. It was uh, emotional. I liked all the little callbacks and the entrances and the gear and the music and everything. And uh, the right finish, having Jado as the referee, just chef kiss. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I, this is like the Tamatonga run is something I can look back on fondly now because he stuck the landing when yeah. it came to going out and doing business the right way. Absolutely zero complaints. Absolute professional. You'd love to see it. I do. As a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling, we love it when our guys leave and put people over. Uh, he's, you know, for a guy who's been with this company as long as he has been, he's certainly not going to be, you know, as as the pro wrestling fans like to say, the Mount Rushmore of New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is kind of funny in and itself, having a mountain carved the U.S. presidents. Um, like he's not going to go down as the you know top ten greatest New Japan Pro Wrestlers, and he's not going to go. You know, nobody's putting him on any fucking list like that. But like. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to give you revisionist history, and I'm not trying to fucking give you a spin here, because I haven't been. No, this is more like we were, we were turning on him. Like every, all the fans were like, "Oh, this fucking guy!" Like towards the end of last year, as we went into Wrestle Kingdom, oh, God, yeah. we, we were fuming. We're like, "What is this guy doing?" But because he has thought very, very carefully about how he's leaving this company, that has just sweetened everything. Great final match at Wrestle Kingdom. Drop the belt to Evil. Good last match, done the right way, and that has, I think, dictated the narrative and, and the way we're going to reflect on Tamatonga. I think you're right. I think I, I, I mean, I hate to be that way, and I hate to be that guy, but you're right. Like, if if the last thing I remember of Tamatonga is is this, then you know, you 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 can't think anything but praise. Um, he's had his moments where we fucking we're ready to lay the boots on him. He's had his moments where we're throwing flowers at him. Um, we've had our moments where we've been completely frustrated with him. We've had our moments where, you know what? We're like, let's push this fucking guy to the moon. Uh, but yeah, leaving the way he did, I think, look for us, we want people to be successful. I don't think there's, there's, there's any argument in that. We want individual wrestlers to be successful, but at the end of the day, this is this is the laundry we root for, as they say, right? This is, and it's not tribalism, and it's not, like, we're not just fucking closing our eyes and sticking our fingers in our ears and saying, New Japan's great, New Japan's great, New Japan's great, New Japan's great. Like, like you're going to get a little bit more nuance than that from us. Sorry. Um, it isn't great. It, it's shit, though. <laughs> yeah, right. My bad. But you know what I mean? Like, 
This is a guy that did nothing but put himself in a better light by doing, by helping the company at the end of the day. I can't, I can't shit on a guy for that. I can't, I can't speak negatively about him. I can't sit here and, and let the bad times outweigh the good times. Like it's, it, it means something. I, I hate to be this guy, but it means something because you're leaving the company or at least you're doing your part in leaving the company better than when you were there. That's it. Period. I, you're leaving the company and hopefully putting it in a better way or at least doing your part. You're doing you're 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 doing your part to put it in a better place than when you were there, um, and to me, that's pro wrestling. That's pro wrestling, and that's being a professional wrestler as opposed to a wrestler. Thank you. Great men plant seeds for trees whose shade they will never enjoy. Oh, oh, fucking brought a tear to my eye. This guy. Can you say that again? I think that was just... I might need to fucking make a t-shirt of that. Uh, let me find the exact quote. <laughs> Wait, you had to look it up? That's, you didn't, that didn't roll off your tongue? No, no, I did, I, I did remember. I just I want to attribute it to the right person. Okay. Uh, it's a Greek proverb. But society grows great when old men plant trees in whose shade they shall never sit. I mean, come on. That's what we're talking about here. That's what the fuck we're talking about here man i tell you that king kong bundy what a smart guy i was that king kong bundy did not say that <laughs> that's what you're saying oh. i don't know why i thought king kong bundy right. of all the people in the world <laughs> in the <laughs> fucking world <laughs> king kong bundy what are you smoking over there all right let's continue Fifth match, Bushi defeated takamichi nine minutes 13 why? seconds modified figure four I, I've, I've got nothing no i don't care Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sixth match then. <laughs> Doki defeated Hiromi Takahashi. 14 minutes, 45 seconds. Suplex De La Luna. Probably, I would say, yeah, my second favorite match of the whole weekend. I thought this was really good. They've got really good chemistry together. Uh, uh, and I called it. I thought it was a good chance for Doki to get finally get a big singles win over Hiromi. Uh, and he did. I uh, don't know what's next for Doki. If he's you know going to get a little singles push or if he's going to challenge for that junior title somewhere down the line but um this this was good stuff and this is where i started to think wow you know booking uh good japanese wrestlers against each other in good professional wrestling matches with good finishes uh they, they could be onto something here um, revolutionize revolutionize the thing right um yeah I, i'm 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 in i'm, I'm in, i am in agreement with you um i did enjoy this how about that though like the idea of well, first of all, is this going to go anywhere? Right, you would think it would, but now we're, you know, we're stealing titles to get title shots, right? Like, like if I have any professional advice for Doki, it would be, hey, just get get on a microphone and challenge him, because <laughs> what you know, I appreciate the fact that you won this match, but just you know, challenge the champion, just get on the mic, because you didn't have to go through all that. Uh, or steal a title because apparently that works too. Um, but a clean pinfall? Ah, wait your turn, son. I <laughs> uh, love it. Love it. All right, what else we got? 
Uh, Manny's having a coughing fit behind Uh-oh. me, so I <laughs> apologise for that. Uh, seventh match is uh, Taichi, hey. our holy emperor, defeating Shingo Takagi in 17 minutes, 28 seconds with dangerous backdrop. This was my favourite match of the weekend. Again, good wrestlers, good matches, good finishes. Well done. More of this, please. Yum, 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 yum. I'll, I'll, I'll gobble it up. Really good stuff. Um, the Now, I will say one negative thing about this match. Probably should have been the main event because the, the Sapporo crowd, they, they love themselves a bit of Taichi. And I think the aftermath of this, I think it was quite difficult for other people to get reactions as loudly. The show peaked here, basically, yeah. in, in a dramatic sense, because, um, yeah, they've got, got really good chemistry together. Uh, the v- very amusing backstage bit afterwards where uh, Tai Chi said that he uh, Shingo didn't have to delete his YouTube channel after all because he felt bad for all his fans. Aww. And they were talking about... Uh, he's he, he's invited Shingo to come on his YouTube channel and play some games together, and they were talking about going to the sauna. Uh, it well, got a bit confusing and a bit homoerotic, yeah. uh, and that's that's a, a plus for me. So well done to both <laughs> men. Bravo! Um, yeah, it, this was the match of the weekend, right? Or the you know the, at least the two shows. Uh, it's it's amazing because you know. If we turn, I don't want to sit here and fucking be the nostalgia guy, but remember when, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, this would be in the middle of the show, uh, and it would be a great match, but you knew that there would be stuff that would, uh, that would, um, relegate it to, you know, certainly not the, the lofty position of being the best thing over the weekend. It was, um, and I think that just scream like it just in the voice in my head is just screams a little bit louder of come on, why don't we do something with this guy? Why don't we do something with this guy? Um, and maybe this is, you know, maybe this is the heat up spot for New Japan Cup. Maybe, maybe. Um that's the only thing I, I mean, that's a hope at this point. Um but yeah, they they do have wonderful chemistry, those two. And it's weird because you might not think that that would be the case, but they do. They really do. And look, they have two studs. They they at least have two studs that can, when get they get the shoulder tap, you know, can deliver great stuff. Look, we could sit here and 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 try and blow smoke up people's asses and sit here and be like, "Wow, the talent!" You know, well, they got plenty of talent on the roster. Okay. We took some pretty big fucking hits when it comes to talent. We still got these two guys, and I think we need to lean on them heavily. Eighth match was the hair versus hair match where Yotosuji defeated Yuya Uemura at 28 minutes, 20 seconds via Gene Blaster. So I felt that the crowd struggled to get into this one because they sort of come down from the height of Taichi winning that really good match. And it wasn't dynamic enough to win the back so mm. they were struggling against that okay. I think maybe with retrospect with, with hindsight they, they might have rearranged the order I thought the match was good I liked it um, I saw a lot of criticism for this online a lot of people saying they thought they shit the bed or whatever I think it was too long and I'm mainly looking at you Emra here because this was his second singles match since he re-debuted from Excursion his first singles match was also against Suji at Wrestle Kingdom. So in his second match, his second singles match after his excursion, he's going 28 minutes in a semi-main event 
in a hair versus hair match. And I thought he really struggled here. Yeah. And I, I mean, I could see Suji sort of sucking wind by the end of it, but some of the sequences started to sort of fall apart a bit towards the end. And I felt that was more on Yuya than it was Suji. But I also I feel like I can't really blame Yuya because he, like, you've you got to get the reps in. You know, if you want this guy to be a great singles wrestler in the future, you've got to give him singles matches. So okay. I don't understand what is the reluctance to give this guy singles matches. And I also don't understand what is the reluctance to give these guys extended singles programs with more experienced workers. Like you is a guy who would really benefit from working an extended program with, I don't like a Tai Chi, you know, where they can, you know, work a few 15 minute matches together. Cause if you look at you match history, he, he's not used to going this long. So I felt he was kind of thrown in at the deep end a bit here. So I, yeah, I've got mixed feelings on this one. I didn't think it was a bad match by any means. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the finish, but the, the crowd didn't get into it at all. And I feel Yuya has got quite a way to go if he's going to reach the heights that we want him to reach. But Andrew was talking about this on the Discord, actually. Like, if you, unless you actually were a fan going through the Rainmaker shock, people are kind of got revisionist history about this Rainmaker thing that, uh, uh, Andrew put it, he re-debuted uh, in 2012, had a bad match against Yoshihashi, beat Tanahashi, and then here's the fully realised 2017 version of the Rainmaker. Right. That's not how it was. No. You know, he had a lot of growing to do in between those periods where he was working against other experienced wrestlers, getting his reps in to fine-tune and improve and refine. And then by the time we got to the, the late tens decades, then he was ready to be, you know, the global superstar that that we all know and love, Kazuchika Okada. And I just feel that they're not they don't seem to be putting that support in place for these young guys and Yuya specifically because two singles matches since his return in October just seems bizarre to me. I see your point. Trust me, I, and I and I and I agree with a lot of it. I, I'm going to I'm going to see if I can turn the tables a little bit. In a sense of we sit here week after week after week after week after week after week saying, hey, you know what? Let's let's do something with the kids. Let's fucking let's let's make the move. Let's push them harder. Let's you know get it going. Um, and this was one of the first times where I sat and I said they're not ready. They're not ready. Now the support system that you talk about, absolutely, I would agree with in the sense that you know not to be grandpa here, but back in the day, you know, especially here in the states, and I hate to compare the two, but you know, you would work with a one guy at all the house shows, you know, every fucking show you're working the same guy for a program and it's night after night after night after night. That's your program. That's who you're with. And then, you know, you move on and then you're working with that person night after night after night. Um, and you don't have that anymore. You don't have that. Um, and you don't have that, especially in new Japan pro wrestling. Um, you get your reps in, in multi-man tags and you get your reps in, um, a lot of times with guys that are of the same talent level, right? I think I think there is so much to be to be had by giving these young guys programs with people that are experienced and know how to carry a match and know how to get the best out of people and give them those little tips, tricks. Okay, tonight here's what we're going to work on, and th you know that kind of stuff. Like if you're in the ring 
with a guy who is the same talent level as you. Can I ask, what are you, what are you learning from that? Like, how are you growing from that? Um, so yes, in a sense, I would love to see them in a lot more singles matches. I would like to see them working with guys that are experienced though. Um, and they don't have to be like these four guys don't have to be like in, in the same rung forever, right? Why can't one guy kind of take a little bit higher and then maybe we go a little bit higher? Like, and working with experienced people, I think, is so fucking vital that you don't get that in dojo reps. Like, you don't get that in working in front of an empty fucking building. You get that working in front of a crowd. Um, and you get that from working with people that know the craft. That's how you learn. And, like, I th- if there's any flaw in, in New Japan's methodology, I think I feel like it's that. So the hair match, while, again, placement of the show, okay. You know what? If they, if they fucking knew how to, to make it work, they would have made it work, right? Like, I can't take placement of a card. I can take placement of a card, placement on a card, um, given their experience level. Okay, fair enough. But, like, we expect, we want so much greatness, and again, for the company's benefit. Joe, this was the first time where I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe they're not ready. Because to me, that's what it felt like. Like, technically, it was good. It was fine. I don't think there was anything. I mean, it wasn't flawless, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the fucking world title match. Um, But in the same breath, they didn't know how to work the crowd and build drama and build suspense. And like the art of taking people and having them sit on the edge of their chair comes with experience and time and working in front of a crowd. And to me, that was the biggest glaring omission from both of those guys' game. Like, talent-wise, through the roof. Skill-wise, through the roof. Potential, through the roof. Being able to be a pro wrestler is more than taking good bumps. It really is. And I think this was proof of concept. Yeah, I think we're in agreement there. I think we need to go back to the drawing board with you and set out a long-term program. What do we want to do with this guy? Like, where do we see him come Wrestle Kingdom? Is he is he someone they want on the card there? And if so, let's put in a long-term program to get him there. Not just in terms of storylines, but guys he can work with who are going to help him refine those areas of his, his game where we're lacking. Just like you do that with like a a, a young, talented football player sure. on your team. You'd have a development program with different aspects of his game. Like, you know, you want to improve his his long balls or his tackling or whatever. And, and I think that's what we need to do with these guys. Guys like you, you're rather than just be like, right, go out there and have a 30-minute hair versus hair match against a, a guy who's got about the same level of experience as you. Right. It's, and once again, the yeah, fucking Clippers jammed. <laughs> he had to, yeah, he, he had to take it. You look good afterwards. You should keep it like that. You look like a sort of, uh, sort of feudal Japan era samurai guy. You should keep it like that. You liked it, okay? I liked it, uh, but yeah, I knew it. I like, I, I know my hair matches. You got that long locks. It's all sweaty and wet. 
it's not, you're not going to be able to shave it. And they went a couple, they went for that big snip, right? They went for that big cut. That was nice holding up the locks, right? And then they went to the shaver and I was like, oh, here we go. It's not cut short enough. And well, it, until he grabbed it, until he grabbed it and he did it himself. He didn't look like, uh, try to give himself the old road warrior hawk look. <laughs> looking good looking good all right uh so it'll come with time but yeah this was this was a this was a moment where i was like oh okay maybe i should uh maybe i should uh take a step back and uh let these guys develop ninth match main event iwgp world heavyweight championship match <sighs> champion tetsuya naito with his first successful defense against the challenger sanada 24 minutes five seconds by inside cradle so naito retains his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. This was good up to a point. I think it was sort of trending better. I was enjoying it more than the Wrestle Kingdom match, but then just completely went off a cliff towards the end. And I don't know what happened. I can't, I'm not comfortable oh, you don't? attributing the pain <laughs> squarely at one of them. But okay, this is what I observed was a sequence where I think Sonata was supposed to reverse or counter a Destino attempt, but he just bumped for it anyway. And then Naito was like, fuck, you weren't supposed to do that. And then they were just sort of lying on top of each other for quite a while, trying to get the match back on track. And then the finish with Naito going for that Tornado DDT off the ropes uh, transitioned into an inside cradle. Mm -hmm. And Sonata could not get himself over to get his shoulders on the mat for that. So they fucked that up. And then they, <laughs> I don't know. What I, I, I just want to make sure I'm clear. They fucked that up. Okay. Go ahead. Well, Naito missed the rope. Oh. He didn't land the rope as he did. So but they, they, they ballsed it up and then went back to the exact same sequence. So yeah, I'm assuming that's how the match was going to play out and they screwed it up and then they just tried it again. Uh, not acceptable. You can't do this. Not for your world championship main event programs. These are, you know, supposed to be the top top two guys in the company in a kayfabe sense. You can't do this. This is embarrassing. Yeah. And if it was just a one-off, you think, okay, that's unfortunate. But it's a pattern. And I was full of praise for Sanada about a year ago when he looked like he was finally putting stuff together. But he's he's gone back to sloppy Sanada again. Can't trust this guy put him back in the mid cards. Let's not do this again. Failed experiment. And and it was so bad that I'm side-eyeing Naito here. And I know Naito is incredible, but it just it fell apart so terribly that I was thinking, what, is this Naito's fault as well? I don't know. I'm not a wrestling expert. I couldn't, I, I tried to be forensic about it and watch it and, you know, do it in slow motion and see, right, who, who balls it up here. But I don't, that's not really the point. I think this... Why did they do it? Why did they put this match again? It wasn't even crisp and clean the first time. What what did they think was going to happen? With, well, with an injury. Sonata who's injured, you yeah. can see his bicep falling apart. You can clearly see it. What? Why have they done this? <laughs> this was this was a, a a moment to remember, wasn't it? It like you just from from the from the opening ring entrances to the final fucking bell. I was like, why, one, why is this happening? No one cares about this. No one is into this. Only only bad things will happen. And it was worse than I thought. Oh, I'm commentary trying to be like, oh, well, in a way, yeah. <laughs> refusing to build up this match makes him as bad as evil because oh. the winner's purse 
the amount of money, I was just like, what are you chatting about, mate? Just stop it. <laughs> trying. You know what? I, 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 it was preposterous, and I was giggling. Like, but I was giggling because of their attempt. You know what I mean? You're giggling because, boy, they're, I mean, they got a job to do and they're going to fucking close their eyes, grit their teeth and fucking, they're going to sell it as best as they fucking can because they're pros. I love it. Why? There's no accountability oh, in this company. No, no one's going to be on the. Oh, we we thought you do, you uh you, you made Sonata sound bad. There, no one's listening back. Just no one gives a shit. Everyone just says does what they want at this company. He's call him out. <laughs> just say he's he's dropped the ball. He's failed to build up the main event. This is his last chance. And if he fucks this up, then he's going back to big card obscurity. Just call it like it is. It will be better. It would be, but here's the problem. Like you're paid to be. Your your main job is to get over wrestlers and get over storylines and get over uh, whatever the strong points of a pro wrestler are, right? So I get it. You go into okay, this is what I know, you know, and this is I this is this is the core competency of my job description, right? So you just fall back on that. Like when it just falls apart, like what are you going to do? Like I can't, you know. They're trying. It, I blame. A, here's the thing. I don't even blame Sonata. I don't. Be- yeah, it's just Sonata being Sonata. Yes. What, what did we expect to happen? Thank you. Like, you don't get angry at the baby for shitting itself. Right. It, it, it does what it does. Um, the problem is, is putting the baby uh, without any pants on in the middle of the fucking deli <laughs> while it shits its pants. That's the problem. Uh, that's where I have an objection. Because that's exactly like there's no parenting. Like the kids are just out doing what they want. Yes, kids will be kids, but they need some supervision. They need some guidance. They need discipline. They need structure. They need to be told what is right and what is wrong. Why? Because they are children. You put, you did this, New Japan Pro Wrestling. You did this. Like you book this knowing that no one wanted to see this like no one cared and you you roll the dice as much as people want to tell me how great of a pro wrestler he is and how fucking oh he's the bee's knees like no he's not he's not like we hold our breaths collective breaths right and we wanted him to be we, good. We, we wanted to be I good. I would cut off a finger. Gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We want him to be good. I, like he's got, every, he's got, what a, what a look he's got too. What a handsome guy, sharp dresser, uh, a body. Like he's not, you know, he's not fucking Chase Owens. Sorry, Chase, but he's not Chase Owens. Like it's like, he's got that. He's just fucking the, like this and and not he's he's working at best 80% at this point right like it's just was mind boggling this is a company that has absolutely no problem switching up a card to fucking make sure okada gets what he wants but you can't fucking say okay you know what this guy's hurt and we're going to pivot to something else like you're going to bring in guys from WWE have them win your titles, but you can't pivot here. It just made no sense. It made no sense. And you're right. The match was pretty decent going up to a certain point. And I hate, once again, to be like looking for flaws. 
but what like when when the the string on the sweater or the jumper if you will uh you know the little string started unraveling and somebody tugged at it and then whoop, now you're fucking exposed and naked that's exactly the way i felt like there was no patching there was no uh like they fucked up their their fix ups <laughs> you know and now they got to fix the fuck ups of the fuck up it was just a wreck, and 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 I hate to say it, it took me w- completely out of any enjoyment I had in it, um, and I didn't know what to do, because to me, once again, and I've said it a trillion times, this is a company that's based the quality of show largely on the main events. Like we've sat through shitty shows and had main events that knocked our pants off, um, and this was not it. So now you're left with the 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 last taste in your mouth is that of okay oh boy what a fucking what a fucking stretch run that is like in a company that prides itself on those stretch taste runs dog dick the taste of dog dick in your mouth <laughs> that's right I don't like dog dick I don't like the taste of it I know I've had enough of it it's not good um, wow we really ventured into bestiality in here <laughs> this is not a great look. Um, no, I was not a fan. And the, 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 the one blessing is the one blessing is we're done, right? We're not going to do this again. We're not going to revisit this again. We're not like two times in a row. We, we can't do three. There's no, there's absolutely no reason to even have that cross people's minds. We've crossed that bridge. We're moving on. I, this weekend, these two shows, might go down as some of the worst New Japan Pro Wrestling shows that I've had the privilege of watching in in modern times. This would rank kind of up there where, and I was there, uh, Wrestling Dantaku, where it was Kenny versus um, Alex Shelley for the junior title. Uh, Nakamura drops the straps to Hiroki Goto, the Intercontinental. Uh and it was Anderson Gallo and uh, what was it she called the Gallo's Babe or something nonsense like that against the Kingdom and Maria Canal like I like I traveled ten thousand miles <laughs> I I took a train from Tokyo to Fukuoka do you know how fucking long that was <sighs> for that uh that was my first live new japan pro wrestling show like a like a 100 new japan show uh yeah it wasn't great um so yeah ranks right up there you're the the it's so over part of the graph right now yeah <sighs> i like my confidence is shook i'm not gonna lie uh and i think more it's more to do with the fact that i just think that we're coming off a show that I thought was tremendous. And then it, they follow that up with two, dare I say, stinkers. And um, I feel more confused about what direction this company is going in. I feel more confused about what they feel is the right direction. And I feel that it's not for me. That, that's worrisome to me because now I'm not hate watching, but I'm like, okay, I, this is not for me, right? This is not something that is is my preferred method of pro wrestling. Um, and and once again, I'm not saying that that 
that's bad because people like what they like. I just find it hard to believe at the very least uh, people who listen to this show got any enjoyment out of that. Um, and, and I've said it before. I feel like we are the minority. Like we are. Um, but I think that when you start chipping away at your core fans, like the, the, the fans have, who have stuck by you for the most part, um, when you start eating away at that, that's, that's problematic because uh, what, what you're doing is, you know, I say that, and you know, just a month ago, not even a month ago, we came off a really good show. So I don't know. Like it's, it's just confusing. It's just a fucking split personality promotion at this point, And I, and I can't get a handle on it. And in, in one show, I'm ready to, to fucking we're back. And then the next shows, we are just like, what the fuck are we doing? And it doesn't feel like there's the minute you feel the minute you relax and you say to yourself, okay, we got it. We have, it looks like we have a fucking direction. looks like we have a, a game plan here. It looks like we got, we, we're moving in, you know, in a direction that I enjoy that that's a plus. Um, they, they, they just go completely the other way. And I don't know if they're trying to satisfy different tastes and different audiences. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, but it just feels like a rudderless ship, and I I don't I don't know how anybody can enjoy that. Jimmy says now that we're past with the Sonata experiment, how far does he drop down the card? As Scott says, with Sonata's back-to-back losses for the big boy belt, his headliner status feels done. How long do you keep him away from the main event Long-time. scene? So <laughs> those two questions in mind. How deep is he going in New Japan Cup, Damon? Oh, he's probably winning it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This company. This is what I mean. Like I think the New Japan Cup, I feel, is like for me absolutely critical in defining like what is this company? What do you want to be? Right. What's your mission statement? What is important to you? What are the values of this company? And if we just get like a you know evil Sonata final, then I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, there are certain flag posts, goal posts, flag posts. Um, that in a new Japan calendar year that, you know, you kind of like, okay, here's where we are at this quarter and here's where we are at this quarter and here's where we are this quarter and it's Wrestle Kingdom season. Um, it's important. It really is. I, I, and I hate to be the guy that's worried, but I'm worried. Um, look, Sonata's got a buy, right? Doesn't he have a buy in the first round? Um, yeah, they've given buys to, um, everybody who has previously won a new Japan Cup, which you think would be loads of guys, but <laughs> most of them have left the company. Yeah. So there you go. Have you got a copy of the uh, brackets there? I'm not going to do like full pickums, but maybe just your quick thoughts on who you know maybe you sees your your finals and your winners. I would love to see. Look, I think everybody's uh, at least a lot of the comments that I've seen to be truthful have been pretty positive for a Zach run, and I, I don't think it's just me. And I think it feels like they're setting that up, I hope. Um, so I think if I'm a betting man, I'm putting a little money on there. Um, Probably with that, though, is the Winnie City Riot show. And Naito said he's, if he's still champion, he'll defend the title against Mox. So I feel whoever wins this isn't going to win at Sakura Genesis. Probably not. So I don't want to see Zach win it a third time and then not win the title. I think Zach 
you know, save that for a Dominion or maybe even like a G1 win. Wrestle Kingdom, why not? I mean, we put Sanab there, why, why not Zach? But okay. yeah, if I if Zach is getting that shot, I think Zach needs to win. Okay. And I think whoever's winning this cup isn't winning the title. Okay. Uh, and fair enough. Can I say this? Does that have to be a title match in Chicago? I mean, are people like, it's got to be a fucking title match. Like, or, or, like, or is the match enough? I guess my point is this. If Naito doesn't have a title, it's more likely that he's losing. Don't you think? I mean, there's no obligation with the title. We don't have to worry about that. So I, I, I feel like that's a stronger case for Zach. Don't you? Uh, yeah, no, that's a good point. Right. So I'm. I still think Naito will be champion going into that Mox match, though. I guess that's what it comes down to. Do you think he'll be the champion there? Right. Mileage may vary. Yeah, I mean that's really it. And but I again, if I feel like they can, they can. Once again, Mox is not losing much, right? Right. And for Mox to lose, uh, it would probably have to be a title defense, right? For for Naito because of the politics involved there. Um. That, but that also does strengthen the case of him winning the title. Um, I think it's an easier solution that's to say, okay, you know what, Zach, you're winning cup, you're winning the title, you're breaking the streak. Here we go, and then we'll fucking fly Naito out to lie down the mocks in 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 Chicago. I don't I don't think anybody's got a problem with that, right? Yeah, I'm going with it. What the fuck? Why not? What do I got to lose? Yeah, I mean, it's just the important thing to remember when you are doing your pickums for New Japan Cup is that you, listener, are probably putting more thought into it than the booking committee is. So <laughs> probably, right? don't worry about it. You know, everyone's in these very carefully crafted, oh, well, this one's set up. So, you know, this these guys are tag champions. So if he gets pinned by him, then that's going to set up the next tag. But no, it's not. You don't think, you don't think Toriano's the sitting at the bar? Mapping out his brackets. <laughs> you don't think that's happening? Probably. That's why that's so awful. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's probably right. He's probably had a couple fucking pops on him uh, doing his brackets. Here you go, ghetto. All right. Um, what else we got? What else you want to talk about? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Method ninety five says, given that. NJPW apparently can't keep hold of valuable foreign talent. Kevin Knight. So, yeah, we Kevin Knight. He's just, you know, quietly slipped through the net and working full-time for TNA. Now, and I'm sure he'll be back in New Japan to work best in the Super Juniors, but that's that was a disappointment. Uh, should they recruit young wrestlers from around Japan instead? Like, they can still build up their own young lines from the dojo while also plugging in young lads with experience right away. I mean, they are trying to do that with their dojo, but it, just the, the systems that have in places, you know, they, they, there is... I don't know what exactly this listener is getting at do they mean like poaching, poaching young talent from other companies because that's just that's not the done thing yeah, it's just not done. never has been and it's not going to start now uh chris says knowing that your foreign born talent is more expensive what needs to happen to keep them around especially the wrestlers that have come through the dojo system what does it say about njpw if they can't hold on to their dojo graduates i don't know if there's anything they can do because at the end of the day if someone becomes a, a megastar like okata then nothing's going to keep them around because New Japan simply cannot compete financially. I, I think maybe booking their promotion a bit better might be a start. Uh, you know, I think there's a, a, a lot of stuff that we've heard that maybe would make it a less than desirable place to work in terms of just, into, you know, communication and, and cohesion between 
uh, Bushi Road and, and the New Japan office for a start with. You know, that is something that if it was a bit more uh, harmonious, that that might have an effect. I don't know. I don't know if there's something that you can just, it, that's a quick fix that, oh yeah, if you do this, then, you know, all the top stars are going to stay. Because it, it, again, my whole thing is at the end of the day, it's, it's global capitalism. It's a market economy. People are going to go where they're going to get paid best for their work. And I'm not saying that every single person is going to turn into an Okada because he's a very unique case. But what I found alarming about him leaving is that he is the guy, like the ace of the company, gets all the preferential treatment and presumably getting paid as much as any of the other um, domestic roster members are. And if that none of that was enough to keep him around, then right. anyone can go. Right. 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 And I'm not saying that, like, you know, fucking Uncle Paul is sitting there, you know, watching New Japan shows now. You know, I don't think he's poaching just any human being on that roster. But, you know, that's a once in a lifetime talent that that people are fighting for. I, I, you know, you would be silly to not throw your hat into the fucking ring and be like, OK, here's my best offer. Um, You, you would be dumb to, to do that. Um, And I feel like we have a long time to go before we get a talent that is, you know, of that caliber. But I think one of the biggest problems is is you know, pro wrestling has changed so much in the sense of everything's available to everyone. Whereas before, you know, you would have guys who would work New Japan because you know they needed a change of pace, they needed a big payday, uh, or at least a bigger payday than what maybe they were receiving. Maybe they wanted a a lighter travel schedule. I don't I, I don't know. But you know, you take a fucking guy like Hercules Hernandez for crying out loud. You know, found tag team championship gold in new Japan for a little bit in the nineties after his WWE run when he was fucking terrible. Um, it's, and, but the problem is, is that nobody saw that, right? You know, people who got tapes did, and you might have watched some of it after the fact, right on YouTube now, but you know, remember we didn't have YouTube back then and we didn't really have access to television uh, with New Japan Pro Wrestling being broadcasted on it, and we certainly didn't have streaming services that at your fingertips you could fucking load up any fucking New Japan match. That, well, maybe not any, but you get my point. Um, you know, it's 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 a different time. You could go to Japan and hide and still make bank uh, and be a star and headline shows and all of that. Um, I guess my point is this, like, you, you, like a, a, a talent is not going to be able, you're not going to be able to hide a talent. And if a company really wants somebody and they have the, the means to get them, I think it's absolutely on the table. Look, uh, some people aren't going to get this reference. I apologize, but go fuck yourselves. Uh, they traded Wayne Gretzky, right? right? He got traded. Anybody can be traded. Anybody can be traded. And anyone can sign anybody if the price is right. If the price is right. Uh, Dara says, what is the bigger threat to New Japan in 2024? One, talent raid from the West to the weekend. Three, competition from other Japanese promotions. Four, bringing on talent with dubious reputations. Five, clout demons, Kieran and Dark Pro Rest Flosion. Uh, yeah, definitely number five. Five, I think. five absolutely. <laughs> bringing this company to its knees. Yeah, I agree. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to pro wrestling. Scandals aside, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, I mean, I know we're joking and we're being silly, silly gooses, but I think all the above. 
I think I don't think I don't think there's a. I think all of the above. To be honest with you. Well, we do have questions about that anniversary show, but I think if we record around this time next week, we will be able to give it a full preview. I'm just going to read the card to you, right? So this is coming up next Wednesday, March the 6th, in Old City General Gymnasium. We've got Honma Atangaloa against Greta Khan and Jeff Cobb. El Fantasmo Hikaleo against Mikey Nichols and Zach Sabre Jr. Hmm, that's not bad. Despy. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Despy says that strong style is is officially done. Uh, so we've got Despy, oh. Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, and Hiroshi Tanahashi against Bushi, Hiromu, Suji, and Shingo. Okay. I mean, that, that on then paper it sounds great. We pretty. have, uh, yeah, fourth match Callum Newman, Francesco Akira, TJP against Ghetto, Gabe Kidd, and David Fidley. Okay. Uh, I mean, listen, we know who's lying down, but uh, and somebody's got to, but okay, that, that should be pretty good. Fifth match, Doki, Yuya, Taichi, Sanada against Dittogo, Kanemaru, Rem, and Evil. I mean, uh, I think we all know what's going to happen here. Um, your mileage may vary. Right? Okay, business end of the cards. Uh, we have the sixth match, New Japan Cup first round. Toriano against Yujiro Takahashi. God damn. Can you think of a worse fucking <laughs> opening match? <laughs> I mean, I I don't even think if I tried, like if I purposely tried, I have no interest in that. None. Like I actually want to see how fucked up it's going to be. Um, uh, God, I'm sorry. It's unbelievable. After that, then this is what they're putting on. Seventh match, uh, New Japan Cup first round, Yoshihashi versus Kenta. I mean, look, Yoshihashi likes to, to impress in the first rounds of things like this. Uh, this would be a perfect spot for fucking Kenta to take the rest of the tour off. Can I do a prediction? I'm going to say Yoshihashi. I'm going to save my prediction okay. for next week. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I hope you're right there. Uh, eighth match, Shota Umino. So again, this is New Japan Cup first round. Shota Umino against Jack Perry. I mean, they're not bringing him over to lose in the first round, right? And once again, at the expense of your younger guys. Are you learning a lot from Jack Perry? In a singles match? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm doing a prediction, I, I, I'll i just say that you're not flying this guy over to lose in the first round. I, it would be – I don't know. Why, why, why would you? And if if, if history is any indicator, um, he might just win the world title in his first match. <laughs> he might just hand it to him. <laughs> for winning so who knows uh but yeah that, that's my thoughts there and then ninth match main event anniversary event special single match tetsuya naito versus show i'm gonna say this the two people in that ring are talented as fuck goofy faces aside and if they if they wanted to switch things up they could really have a really great match i truly and honestly believe that i really do um, and I think Naito obviously wins. Um, but it could go south real quick, right? It depends on which which way they want to go. Like I'm not afraid of the talent in the ring. I really, uh, there's no reason to be. It's really okay. How are we structuring this match? What's wh- how are we getting out of here? And. There's really absolutely no reason for there to be a lot of nonsense. Because here's the thing. Show's not expected to win. So, you know what? Let's put up a valiant fucking effort. 
what's the harm in that? I, I get it. He's the goofy, wacky heel who's going to stick a fucking bowling pin up your ass. Okay, great. <laughs> um, switch it up. Why not? Why not? Let's let's let let's let's let these guys shine a little bit. Card's not bad. Don't you think it's? Have they done this before? Correct. I don't refresh my memory. Have they had New Japan Cup inter intertwined with the anniversary show before? Yeah. Okay. They have the last couple of years. They? They've done this. Okay. Well, that's that's how interested I am in this fucking product. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give a, a a full in-depth preview for that card next okay. week, and yeah, we'll look at those new Jakan Puck brackets as well. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we'll save the anniversary preview questions until then. Uh, oh, uh, friend of the show, John Enright, wants to know who the junior of the year was from our year-end awards. So uh, I'll tell you who it was. It was Hiromu Takahashi. Yes. He got 909 points. Second place was Despi with 630. And third place was Master Weto with 356. So there you go, John. You can sleep easy at night knowing who won that prestigious award. Uh, let's Let's do Antonio before we get I love it. I love the Antonio. Welcome, Antonio. I'm going to lump together Antonio with other people who had similar questions, actually. So, So, guys, have three questions. My first question, given what happened, my question is, since people discussed, I already have my opinions on Dick Togo Clear. Just like Damon on Jado, my question is, does NJPW need new booking team other than just Ghetto and Friends? I think personal think so. So what's your thoughts on that? My second and third question is, since you asked me directly, but now I'm asked you back, I want you and Damon to preview since your Guna Arsenal versus Porto rematch at Emirates and the whole Europa League matches, including... Um, SLB, I think that's Sporting Lisbon. No, no, Benfica against Rangers and Sporting versus Atalanta. You and Damon. So I'm going to lump in other questions. Errol says, How do we get Ghetto to give the fucking pen up already? Marky says, Is Ghetto booking this promotion into the ground on purpose because he doesn't like Bushy Road? NJPW has the worst set of champions in a long time while the youth and good wrestlers are stuck in the mid card or worse. So look, we, we have been told names who are in that room. I'm not going to say who they are. I'm not, Why not? not? to divulge that. Not, I don't want to get people in trouble. But uh, okay. it's it's a committee. There, there are other names in the room. Yeah. Uh, names that were told, told to be in confidence. I'm not going to outright say them. But uh, it's not Ghetto doing it by himself. There are other uh, other people uh, accountable to this as well. Yes. So, um, and I, I, it, regardless, it just I don't, I don't like the way it's being booked at the moment. So I think this... Whether it's him, if he's the person who is having the final say over everything, it's time time for something new. I think. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it for a while, right? That I think uh, there is a shelf life for every Booker. I don't care who you are, um, and you know, you just run out of ideas or run out of things, or you need Kikuchi or you, whatever the fucking case may be. Uh, this is where we are. Um, yeah, I mean, the names that have been given to us um, that have a little bit more uh, influence in, in these decisions. Uh, I don't know if they're shocking names. Do you think it, any of them are shocking? Not really, hmm. no. Okay. So, I mean, think about it. I will say uh, tenure goes a long way. How about that? Tenure goes a long way. Uh, 
Antonio, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about with the football. Keep in mind, I have no idea what any of that means. I don't even know if they are legitimate just, just words. Say that Arsenal are gonna just say that Arsenal are gonna destroy Porto well, in the second leg because we're one nil down and we got to overturn that deficit in the home leg. Yes, Arsenal Gunners, if you will. Uh, yes, we'll we'll trounce. Hey, did you know uh, Philadelphia? The uh, they're they're coming to town. It's Arsenal. It's like a, a summertime friendly. Uh, oh, nice! Yeah. You should go. I'm, I'm thinking about it actually, um, and I think it will sell out. It's at the it's at the uh, you know Eagles. We're the same place they're they're, they're doing WrestleMania. Um, I think it'll go. It's them against. Um, is it Arsenal against Liverpool? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, a good match. Yeah, but here's the problem though: they don't always bring in everybody over, do they? Like for these things, it's not like they, they use like a lot of, uh, dare I say, scrubs. Or is it all? You know, the, 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 uh, I think that the issue there might be depending what it is. July thirty first. It will be off the back of okay, so that will be off the back of the European Championship. Hmm. So the players who went deep into that tournament probably won't be taking part. They'll be given a bit more time off. Yeah, right. Because the first event in that stadium was Manchester United against. Oh boy, I forget. Uh, maybe uh, is is Milan AC a team? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, might have been them. Might have been them. But I had to cover that game because a it was the first event in the new stadium, and b um, we wanted to pretend that we liked English football. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, the Euro twenty twenty four final is on July the fourteenth. Ah, so okay, yeah, yeah. If there's any players, you know, hopefully, if England have a, a good deep run of that tournament you you might not see some of the uh the english that well yeah but it'll sell out like like it'll sell out that stadium like there are plenty of fans uh it's it's weird because the games are on quite early but um there are a lot of bars that open up early for you know different supporters and even like like bars that you want to think like local bars here um do that they'll open up like 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I like, here's what I like about it. Like, I like popping it on because it's that early. Like you're kind of like, you know, sleep in a little bit and pop that on. It's just, it is, it's a nice comforting thing to have on in the background. Like the way it is called, the way they do their, their play by play, you know, I just find it to be a, a, like a, like a nice, it's almost like white noise. It's almost like a, like a nice, just comforting background noise that I really enjoy. But I will say this, and I know this is a big fucking thing, and I'm sure you've heard it a million times. I'm not going to tell you anyway, Joel. I'm sorry. I don't get the fucking chanting and singing. Like, just shut the fuck up and watch the game. Can you do that? <laughs> yeah. well, it's, oh, it's everything's got to be a song. Okay, just shut the fuck up. Watch the game. You know? Uh, I don't like singing. And it's all... Like, if it wasn't for the fucking White Stripes, I don't think you guys would have songs, would you? <laughs> it's all... It's all dun, 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 I do hate dun, that dun. <laughs> oh fucking my head. I don't I'm making up words. I'm making up words. All right, please end this before we uh I like that one. That was good. You like that one. <laughs> right, keep going? Uh thank you very much, all the lovely people that we need to thank. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast if you throw some money our way. 
And I might let you on the Discord. We'll see. Uh, at Cobra Kawaii and ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJCast for T-shirts. T-shirts. Thanks, Editor Dan. Follow me on Twitter at <laughs> Schwama. I would like his chicken mm. name. Schwama, please. At LousyHero219. Follow us on Chili Sauce and Garlic Sauce. Uh, at Twitter. At Twitter. On Twitter. What? At the SuperJCast. A uh, uh, portion of fries as well. <laughs> um, fries or chips? Chips and fries. What's the difference between them? None. I, I think yours is a little thicker cut, but we have thick cut fries. Um, yeah, it's a thick. Yeah. French fries are thinner. Yeah. Why did I say fries? I think if I'm getting a kebab, probably getting chips with that. Yeah. I would have thought. Uh, f- thank you, everyone, for listening. And goodbye. What the fuck am I talking about? This has gone completely incoherent. <laughs>
How are things going to change over the course of the next 10 years with AEW still in the picture? How are companies like WWE going to adapt and adjust to AEW? Are they going to be a similar way like they did with WCW in the late 1990s? Will there be a counterpunch? We talk about all of that and more on the good, the bad, and the hungry every week on the Voice of the Wrestling Network.